and 107.3 WXGLHD2 St. Pete. Live from the WeatherTight Windows Studio. And now, now, it's the Mike Kelta Show. Nine eighteen on the Mike Kelta Show. It's one zero two five. The Bone. I'm just arguing with some idiot online about. He said, "I put up a picture of all of us last night on the uh, on the Instagram, and it mm-hmm. also populated on uh, Facebook, which I forgot it does that." And the guys on Facebook are like, "Hey, we love you. Hate to see you go." Blah blah blah. People saying I was fat. And you're defending it. Nah, <laughs> defending my felt honor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And some guy was like, um, I don't think that you talking about your contract stuff is funny. I don't think it's entertaining. And uh, especially when you already have a deal in place. And I was like, oh, you're uh, that guy. He knows. I, gotcha. I mean, you know what annoys me is just it's not only it's not only that, um, you know, he doesn't like it. That's fine. But the fact that if you listen to the show, when have I ever done that? When have I ever been part of? those hokey radio things where I'm going on vacation and I'm going to say, like, have we ever done an April Fool's prank on the show? Oh, what? We've flipped formats. Have we ever done a uh, you, let's bet on the lightning? You send us raviolis. <laughs> we'll send you oranges. Hey, gabagoo. And not, I mean, not, it just we've tried to avoid doing those things at all times. I The one thing that we've been consistent with is being honest and telling you. Uh, that's why I love when um, there's not a lot I can talk about here, but I love when a certain cuck likes to tell people, and this is what happened, and this guy did this, and this guy stole this, and this guy gave it to this guy, and then everybody goes, oh, yeah, you're a scumbag for doing that. Oh, oh, really? Because that guy, the known cheater and philanderer and guy who screwed over everybody he's ever met, that guy's story is right, but me, the guy who's always here trying to tell you the truth, you've never heard my side of the story. You're just going to go with what you heard there. Like Those two things annoy me. Like, Give me at least the benefit of the doubt to say, uh, no, that's not the case. Uh, anyway, my whole point is just that uh, I've never done that stuff. I've never done the fake lies. My whole bit is, is this bit working? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, 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 the thing is, we were the first people to have cameras in the studio uh, in this market. We were the first people to, to camera up the show and show you everything. It was very hard for us to try and fake something when we have cameras in the studio for the whole four hours of the show. So uh, we had a guy come in from Italy and get kicked in the sack <laughs> by some porn star. You saw it all happening, and it lives on the Internet forever. So it, it happened, and it happened exactly the way we said it happened. And then we were like, we have girls coming in the studio, and uh, they're going to do these contests. We didn't have to be like, oh, man, these girls are gorgeous. You can see yeah. them. Make yeah. your own decision. Uh, we had we had one time we did a thing called uh, Rock of... Remember when uh, Brett Michaels did Rock of Love where he tried to find a girlfriend? We did that when he came in the studio, and uh, Galvin said one of the girls looked like Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> so we've never been more honest oh, with a uh, with an audience. So if you think that I'm just hyping... Now, now granted, so say this is taken care of uh, later this week or next week, and there's a deal signed uh, here or wherever. I told else you so. I yeah. knew it all yeah. right. Look, I, I'm just telling you right now that uh, there's, what do we say, nine days left? Mm-hmm. There are eight shows yeah. after this, and um, I don't know what the outcome is right now, and and that's it. And that's how I would imagine 
that I'll have some sort of definitive information soon on whether or not we are going to have a long-lasting career here that will probably end in my retirement someday or that we're going to say thank you for the time we've been here. We're going to take a shot at doing another uh, a radio show somewhere else. I don't know what that is right now, and that's my uh, the honest truth. Now, I'm not worried about it because we're the number one show in the area. We love working together. We love doing this. We've done it successfully on this station for 15 years, and I've been in this market since 1992 and never had to leave. My biggest problem of getting in radio is like, what happens when I have kids and I keep getting fired and I have to go to different uh, states and take them out? It never happened. I've been able to uh, live successfully and work like my friend uh, Paul Castronovo in Miami, who's been there <sighs> since I've started listening to him in the uh, early 90s. So he's been there and still going strong and still killing it down there. There are guys who are, do that, who get married to a market, and they get lucky, and they get to live their whole wonderful lives there. I mean, if I was married to Detroit, we might have a problem. There might be time for begging to get out. Yeah. To, uh, the uh, uh, zombie Scott on uh, Twitter said, so does that mean the uh, Pete's Pickles are real? <laughs> no. Yes. Never doubt Pete's Pickles. Never. Never. Uh, no, they were wow. delicious. By the way, actually coming soon. Yeah. With all that in mind, uh, I'm going to taser myself right now. <laughs> Crazy. Are you okay? I can take it. I can take it. Wait a minute. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> My favorite was uh, when we played Guess Who Farted. People were like, those aren't real farts, are they? You have no idea. <laughs> the pride that Galvin would take oh, yeah. recording those farts and sending them. I, I, I was like, hey, everybody, if you remember, try to, if you're feeling gassy, try to record your farts. And we'd all have like Spanish two or three in a month. Yeah. Yeah, John yeah. had like seven. Uh, I had like 38. Uh, yeah. <laughs> on, just, on Tuesday. I did yeah. one, uh, maybe what was it, last year? And you guys, uh, you guys not only caught me, but then you put it on Instagram. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's one of the highest rated things yeah. in the history of uh, Instagram. That's so funny. Yeah, it's just, I mean, that's that's what we do, man. So I mean, you just talk about your life. That's what we all yeah. do here, and that's just a big part of your life right now. Right, and, and, and you know, I, I'm not, there have been times before where I was like, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know where we're going to do. I'm not in that now. I'm in a position where, if something happens and we're not, we'll take it and we'll make it. We'll figure it out. We'll do what we do. Um, we are we are a highly sought after show that doesn't want to leave Tampa Bay. So um, we have no. You know, I was saying I was retiring and all that stuff because that was my way of saying that my contract was up. But I'm not a. Uh, I'm 50 years old. I'm not retiring. Uh, if you want to get on the phone lines, feel free to do that. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five or eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. Phone lines are wide open. Uh, we'd like to get some phone calls. And I am telling you right now, and I know you don't care, but I'm worried about it. No one has heard from Crazy Patty. Oh, yeah. Well, I shouldn't say that. I haven't. I haven't listened to John Senning. Uh, in a couple of days just because I've been busy. But he he may be getting the calls. It is okay, Galvin, as long as she's alive. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just like to... It's oh. been over a month. Oh, oh for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like, I, I imagine when we don't hear from her this long that she just ends up in the loony bin. So... What if she's no longer with us? That's oh, what I'm saying. I, I would never it. know. Like, tongueless bread. We assume he died, but nobody told us. So... We didn't know about Avo. Oh. Oh, Patty. Rest in peace. Tell me Are you happy in this crazy world? Or do you need more? Can I be the one you're looking for? I'm never 
got that? Yeah. In your sexy body, too. Ooh. Hope we win, baby. Don't you hope we win, Michael? Yeah. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Rest in peace, Patty. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Ryan on line one. Ryan, good morning. You're on the Mike Calta Show. Hey, guys. Hey, Mike. How you doing? I'm great, Ryan. How are you? Good, buddy. Um, I was wondering uh, if uh, you happen to see that Netflix thing that that's going right now with the with the whole sex tape situation with Hulk Hogan, and it's actually on Netflix. I even watched all of that. I was wondering if you saw it, if you were watching any of it. Is it the one about uh, about the influence of money in the media? Yeah, yeah that's old. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I never so watched it. I just, like 2017. I yeah, guess. I never watched it, but I know that it was out there. Uh, it's not really about the the sex tape situation. More, it is about how Bill Teal, who. Uh, you know, has all this money was, uh, you know, using his money and influence to control what came out in the media. That's basically what the documentary is about. And I have not. Oh, right. It. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of boring. I didn't know it was old. I guess, you know, some, some things pop up. Yeah. Uh, I did want to ask you though, the, um, is, uh, I don't know what you can say and what you can't say. What, what is the, um, is the home studio one of the issues? Why it's not been solidified your contract? Yeah. No, 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 I, not at all. I mean, I have to be honest, Cox has been very good to us about, it. you know, there was a time last year Some where they, <laughs> well, <laughs> there was a time last year where they were like, we need you to come back. And I said, well, yeah, well, I'm not coming back. And, and my whole thing was always, uh, look, if there was a reason for it, tell me the reason so I can go, hey, you know, you're right, we should probably come back. And nobody had a reason. The only other, the only reason they had it was like a, a like a, a safety issue like uh liability yeah and and even that i had an answer for so there was really no reason for it and they've not really said anything to us since they've been really cool and that's not a so that's not a problem at all and look i this is this is very convenient and i will tell you being here has changed my life and i don't even mean that to be exaggerating it it really takes a toll on you to wake up at four o'clock in the morning every day it ruins it ruins your day after 12 after 12 you're just shot in in the early noon, you start getting tired, and you've wasted a day. And I have two young kids that I want to spend time with, and I can't be exhausted at my son's football games or have to miss something for my son in the, at nighttime because I have to go to bed at eight o'clock. This has allowed me to, uh, you know, live a full life and go to bed at a human time, like ten o'clock or eleven o'clock, and spend the whole day with my with my family, run errands like a normal person. It's changed my life, and our ratings have been never been higher. So. That's my always my argument, like why, but that's nothing to do with nothing. We're not. It's not that uh, I don't want to talk about it. It's not that it's not that we we can't come to terms on stuff. It's not that they don't want us to work here. They've been very good to us, but we just can't reach terms for the next one yet, and and that may change. Thank you for your call, sir. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Fritz. Fritz, good morning. How are you, sir? Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hey, Fritz, you listen to John and Drew all the time. Is, has Crazy Patty called into those guys? Um, a little while back, right? It, not a, it not, has. It's been some time. It has been a while. She's dead. I'm telling you. No, I hope not. You know, mm. now we got Diane on the Johnny P show, but he's yeah. just as crazy. All right, but, you, have uh, to, you have to hold on a second, Fritz. Don't get mad at me, but there is a more important caller on the phone, ladies I'll, and gentlemen. Bird, stand by, Fritz. Bird, bird, bird. I mean, I can't. The last time Bert Kreischer called us unannounced on the hotline, it's been a while. He was, he was drunk on whiskey, 
and it was 3 o'clock in the morning L.A. time, and he was sad about how he thought his daughters were going to hate him. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Bert Kreischer to the show. Hi, Bert. <laughs> so you guys are quitting radio, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's already made it out to L.A. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're joining that successful comedy tour you're putting on. Oh, well, please do. <laughs> Hey, listen, if I, my contract is up in a couple of days. If they don't renew and I don't have a job, can I come do security or something on that tour? That sounds like it'd be a ball. Uh, it's going to be a ball. Well, yeah, let me tell you something. I'm hemorrhaging money on this tour, so yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whose idea is this? You're like, I'm going to do this all myself now. Yeah, well, you know what it is? I, I thought if I can put on a tour that the comics love, then it'll be successful. We can do it year after year. And then, like, 10 years from now, I can guess pull in a paycheck and not have to be on it. And uh. so I was like, I told everyone, I was like, I don't want to make a cent on this tour. Any money coming to me, reinvest it in the tour. And, man, that's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it looks like it'd be oh. a lot of fun. If it was anywhere coming near here, I'd yeah. love to check it out. That looks great. It's, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a blast. What, sweet, what's going on with your contract? This stuff stresses me out so much. You have no idea. Yeah. You, you, you're the one who's already rich. I, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm sweating. TBS. They, uh, I'm waiting to find out what happens with Go Big Show. Oh, uh, that thing! I gotta tell you, that show got better every year. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I, everyone, I don't know. I can't talk about it. But it, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you're trailing off, Bert. I got a movie. Sitting in the can waiting for Putin to calm his balls. Oh. <laughs> I think now more than ever would be a time to release that. Man, I'm start I think you need to start leaning into cancel culture and being like, Hey, I'm putting this movie out. It's all about Russia. I hope everyone likes it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. Um, so uh, I, my contract ends on the 17th of this month, and we have not uh, been able to secure a new one here. And there's a possibility that that may not happen, and there's a possibility we may come up with something, or we end up going elsewhere, and we don't know. And as the days click on, we literally have uh, eight day eight shows left after ten o'clock today. But well, would you go somewhere else? Yeah, I mean, I need to feed my family. I need to do it to, to work. You know. No, like, like, would you move to L.A. in a second? I mean, oh, dude, it, let's it, let's put this in the universe. I would love you to be in L.A. Do you realize how much that would change my life? I could be so healthy. I can come in all the time for you, with you guys mm-hmm. and, and just be like a regular person. Yes. I, I mean, look, the, the truth is, is that I've never... I One time, I went out to L.A. to pursue a job offer, and it just wasn't right. It was not... It was at nighttime on KLOS, which I thought would have been cool, but I didn't really... You know, it wasn't the same as doing mornings. I didn't want to leave here. and uh, But now, I mean... At my age, if I'm going to make that decision, I got to make it now. You know, Mike Joey doesn't care. He'll go. Joey'd love to go to L.A. Uh, and Juliana's so young; she doesn't care about oh. leaving school. Yeah, go out to Sierra Canyon with LeBron's kids and Kardashian mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Get a oh. big house, get some horses for Juliana. <laughs> Dude, my son, my young Puerto Rican son that you've seen, uh, he he would love the girls out there. That would be insane for him in the fashion. Like he's into all that stuff. He's a 15-year-old kid that has his nose pierced, both his ears pierced, and two tattoos already. He would, dude, he would thrive out here. Yeah. Within a second, 
get a chick pregnant right away, right? Well, <laughs> maybe not. Uh, Hollywood. I mean, what about if we put our kids together, Bert? Hey, how about this? I got a better idea. Okay. Uh, both our girls were out last night, and I got a taste of what empty nest is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Why don't you and Amanda move into this house? It's way too big. We don't have a, we have too many bedrooms. The girls are leaving, and we just start. We become like a, a quadruple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, in for that. I I always think that that lifestyle of uh, like that guy, my my me and my seven wives or whatever. I think that's the best life ever. Not just yeah. for sex. I just want to hang out with a different girl every day. I just want to have dinner with people that, yeah. that, you know what, as soon as I stop drinking, Leanne starts drinking. She had a high noon last night. High <laughs> <laughs> noon. Right. Yeah. Uh, we'd be the best. We'd be sitting yeah. around the fire at night, and Leanne and I can go do stuff. You and Amanda can go do stuff during the day. Me and Leanne can go do stuff during the day. Oh, she would love doing stuff with you because you drive. Right. Oh, I drive all that. You know how mad Bobby would be if I moved into Bird's house? Oof. <laughs> Oof, he'd oh my you. God! Do you realize it would destroy him? It would destroy <laughs> him. <laughs> Dude, I was your number one best friend. Now you're living with Bert. This is ridiculous. Uh, I don't know. Dude, I don't what know. you got to do is when you talk to Bobby about this, you go, go. He's like, I don't know. What are you thinking about doing? You should go. I don't know. Maybe I'll start a podcast with Bert. Oh no! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you just hear a gunshot. Can I tell you, I, I gave you a heads up on something a couple of years ago that you didn't bite on, and uh, now this guy is blown up. Uh, uh, Mike Cannon, do you know Mike Cannon? Yeah, I know Mike Cannon. He's he's uh, he's just put out a special. He's going to be in town this weekend. Bobby's in Europe with Louis C.K. and Mike and I did the podcast together yesterday, and it was it was great. He's such a funny dude, and he's all about. He's done weird drugs, man. He's done DMT and right that was called DMT, oh, yeah. yeah, and ayahuasca and all that. He's got some weird stories. Oh yeah, I definitely know Mike Cannon. Yeah. Dude, he's hilarious. <laughs> he's great. I and one time you were like, I'm going on the road. Who should I take with me? And I was like. You should take Mike Cannon. You're like, eh, who else? <laughs> you know who? Do you know? Do you know who? You know who I keep maxing that up with? Who's the guy that opens for Steve? Gary Cannon. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big difference. <laughs> and I, I thought that's what you were saying, and I was like, um, um, he's. I love Gary Cannon. Yeah. But like. I was, like, I was like, who else? Well, yeah. no, no, not comedy wise. I mean, Gary's a great guy, but uh, yeah, and, and no, Gary's Mike Cannon. He's a great guy. I love Gary. Mike Cannon's a straight one. Talking about no, no. Um, yeah, Mike Cannon's hilarious. I just had dude. All these guys are releasing YouTube specials yep. and getting millions of downloads. So uh, you know, Bobby shot his down here and is releasing it probably on on Louis website because louis produced it and that seems to be the way to go now all you guys always say about how cheap comedy central and hbo and all these people are with their thing it's, it's probably makes you more money to just to do it yourself well netflix isn't cheap they, they uh no, not they, netflix they're yeah. like the one streaming service yeah but uh but i you know louis uh, i i think bobby will make a ton of money off louis yeah doing it through louis and but and you can get an emmy that way or a grammy or whatever all you want is guys to have eyes on it. Like Mark, 
I on the on our fully loaded tour, I have Mark Norman and Shane Gillis on all the dates. Oh, that's both crazy. those guys have millions and millions of views on their specials. Yeah, well, they're both they're both hilarious. Shane Gillis, the best thing I think that ever happened to him was that he didn't get Saturday Night Live yeah. because he, his stand his uh, skit comedy is funnier than anything they've done in a long Gillian time. Gillian Keeves, yeah, Gillian Keeves, and uh, and Mark Norman is one of the funniest. Uh, comedians that you know is around, and he just needs to you needed that exposure and that push, you know. Oh, dude! And then the best I've I've the first, when I fell in love with Shane Gillis is probably like fourteen, twelve years ago. Maybe we were sitting at the Philly Improv. We were doing the call and sick or the Philly Helium. Yeah, and we were doing the call and sick to work show, and he was drunk and he was texting with an ex girlfriend, and I said, "What's your name?" And he goes, "Well." Her, her her name's Tuna, and I went, wait, what? <laughs> My ex girlfriend's nickname is Tuna, and he goes, and I go, is she a big girl? And he goes, her name's Tuna. <laughs> uh, he's great, man. We've had a yeah. even with even with the pandemic, we've had uh, a good run with because com- comedians were still busting through, still needed work, still coming through, and we still had a good group of guys coming in here and, and being on the show. It's been it's been cool, man. Where are you now? Uh, I'm home, Leanne. I, I'm literally I'm calling into radio to feel like I'm still in this business because <laughs> Leanne's not letting me work for the next three months. And Ooh. I woke up just going like, "Does anyone remember who I am?" Oh yeah, it's start you start to. That's how I'm going to feel in about twelve days. <laughs> in twelve days, oh my god! Can you imagine what you'd feel like if you had no radio show, no output? You saw you saw some homeless person on the side of the road, and you were like, "That could be my next medicine man." <laughs> <laughs> my, I remember uh, when I was in between jobs last last time. My wife pulled me aside, and she goes, "Listen to me, you need to get a job." And I go, "Yeah, I'm working on it." She goes, "No, no, seriously, I can't hear you talk anymore. You've just talked to me about everything, and I'm sick of hearing." And I was like, "Okay, I get it. I'm sorry." Uh, yeah, no, I mean we'll be fine. But listen, so I I am gonna have if it doesn't work out, I'm gonna have some downtime. Uh, I and I also have uh, a couple other people in LA that I was like, I'm coming out there. My niece is at, at USC. Uh, my buddy Don is out there for a little while with his family, so I definitely want to come and and chill out for a little while. And the summer, Joey will come. Without a doubt, I'm here. I'm here. Literally, I'm off until September first. Oh, that's like, good. I'm not allowed to work. You need that, man. No, you yeah, need this whatever. rebound time. Yeah, I, yeah, whatever. I got offered a private gig for, let's just say, ridiculous money and a private jet. It was one day, and Leanne's like, no, that's what it means to take time off. I was like, (laughs) hey, can I tell you something? Peterson had a couple good ideas. Say that again? No, uh, better than left. No one heard it. I thought thought you made a Scott Peterson reference, and I was going to crap all over it. Uh, I want to tell you something. I've been talking about Scott Peterson a lot. I'm home a lot right now. (laughs) It's only only been a week. (laughs) I know. Uh, What are you going to talk about next? The Wendy's lady? (laughs) Where's the beef? (laughs) Where's the beef? Um, I, I want to tell you this because I don't know if you if you see this. And you know I love you. You know we've been friends for 20 years. And I enjoy your success probably like your parents do. I mean, I'm so happy for everything I see. But something that, to me, to me personally, is more important than money and all that stuff in is the impact that you, like, you the stuff you don't see. Every teenage kid and every college kid that I know... 
I could show them a picture of me with ten with Tom Cruise and Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they're like, and then they'd always go, you know, Bert. You know how do you know Bert? How do you know Bert? your impact on those kids now? I'm trying to equate it to what it would have been like when you were a teenager. Like who is the, you know, we were talking about Paulie Shore when Paulie was in his heyday about how he showed up at spring break and people would lose their goddamn minds because it was that was just the hot thing at the time. But every every teenager, every 20 year old, every college student, my niece and Cal, all her friends are most impressed that I know you. That's got to be such a great feeling. That's a true sign of success. No, I, I definitely don't see that at all. At yeah, all. you can't. I, You're I mean, too close to like, it. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I know that. Like uh, my buddy's um, son pitches for Jesuit. Yeah, and uh, they they just won like state champs or whatever. And so I was. I just. I just made like a you know because I went to Jesuit. I made a comment, and he was like, "Dude, that that meant so much to them." And I was like, "They know who I am." Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, they know who you are. And then of course I was like, "Well, let me make them a promo video for their banquet." <laughs> Did, did you do it? They for sure they love that. Oh, oh, of course I did. Of course I did. Rip my shirt off. I tried not to curse, but I, I, I definitely don't see that. I, I don't. I'm. I think I'm maybe too close to that. I feel like all my. I feel like the impact I make on is the the guy that works for Orkin who shows up at my house. And goes, oh, so this is where you live. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I got to tell you, it's uh, it's great, and you're really done well, and Galvin's playing the music, which means the show is over. Oh, yeah. Oh, I miss you guys. I'm coming down to camp in a little bit. I'll come in and do morning radio like that week. That's cool. Well, we'd love to see you. Thank you for calling. It's good to see you. It's good to reach out every once in a while and see we're still friends. And- I miss you guys a lot. I love you. Have a great day. I hope this contract thing works out. If not, move to L.A. Mm. We love you. I hope it doesn't work out so me and Amanda can move in with you and Leanne. I think that'd be so much fun. Uh, 5,600 square feet, Cal. We got some room for you. Nice. I'll, I'll live in the podcast studio. I'll be very happy in there. Done and done, son. <laughs> All right, brother. Good talking to you. I love you guys. See, See you, Bert. Bye. All right. I know we're up against the clock, Alvin. Thank yeah. you for... I could talk to Bert. He's all a timekeeper. He is. I'm a professional timekeeper. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, have a great day. We'll see you guys tomorrow. It's Wednesday. The timekeeper has a new open letter. Yes. Uh, we'll have more. Uh, what's his name? Luke uh, Luger Brisson. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Brian, uh, Luke Bryan tickets to give away. We'll do a little redneck bingo or something. Also, uh, Andy Signor is coming in. Yeah, this guy's got a really interesting story, and I'm not going to tell you anything about it. So just make sure you tune in tomorrow at eight o'clock. Have a great day. We will see you guys tomorrow. And then eight more days after that, goodbye.